Welcome to the Unfading Truth Bible Reading Plan. Today we're reading Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 27. God's triune nature is revealed in his plural pronouns. Well, today we're going to read a couple of verses here from Genesis chapter 1, and then we're going to drop down to the third chapter of Genesis and read verse 22. But let's begin here at Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Now Genesis 3, verse 22. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. going to jump into article number nine here this week of the Belgic Confession of Faith, looking at how the scripture witnesses to the concept of the Trinity. The Belgic Confession says all these things we know from the testimonies of the Holy Scripture, as well as from the effects of the persons, especially from those that we feel within ourselves. The testimonies of the Holy Scripture will teach us to believe in this Holy Trinity. And they're written so many places in the Old Testament, which need not be enumerated, but only chosen with discretion. It appears from what God says as he creates man that there is a plurality of persons within the deity. When he says, let us make man in our image. And afterwards, he indicates the unity when he says, God created Well, today's post is written by Pastor Ellen Solwey from American Reformed Church in Worthington, Minnesota. And we're going to reverse our order here today. We're going to start by digging deeper. Maybe you've noticed as you read through the Bible that you don't find the word Trinity. However, what can be found in Scripture are all sorts of instances that point to the doctrine of the Trinity. Sometimes the Council of Nicaea, which met in uh, AD 325 and drafted the Nicene Creed, Sometimes it's errantly said to have invented the doctrine of the Trinity. Well, this council simply met in response to a heresy which was denying the divinity of Christ, saying that Jesus was simply a part of the created order. While this council formally dealt with questions around the Trinity, they certainly did not invent this doctrine. The doctrine of the Trinity existed long before the Council of Nicaea as it has always been the traditional understanding of the church. It wasn't until a debate arose in the Church of Alexandria around heretical teachings regarding the nature of Christ that the need to formally write down these matters of doctrine became apparent. Now we'll look at the summary of the two passages that we've read today. We're starting off this week with two examples of plural pronouns being used for God in the book of Genesis. In chapter 1, verse 26, God says, Let us make mankind in our image. The plurality of this language points to the three persons of the Trinity. Likewise, in chapter 3, verse 22, God said, 
Behold, the man's become like one of us. Here again, we find God speaking of himself using a pronoun that's plural. Well, it's unlikely that Moses understood fully the doctrine of the Trinity when he was writing the book of Genesis. We know that the Holy Spirit inspired the words that Moses wrote down. Moses would not have known the details surrounding God's plan of salvation that are revealed in the New Testament. And he might have even had another meaning in mind as he wrote various passages. Some have concluded that the plurality seen in these passages indicates that perhaps Moses was using these plural pronouns to speak to the majesty of God. Or maybe thought God was speaking of himself and all of the heavenly hosts. Regardless of Moses' intent, we cannot overlook the inspiration of the Holy Spirit on the writing of Scripture. These plural pronouns speak to the persons of the Trinity, which are confirmed throughout the Word of God. If these were the only verses that spoke about the persons of the Trinity, well, the argument for this doctrine would be somewhat weak. However, that's not the case. Our understanding of the Trinity does not come from just these passages in Genesis, but from the entirety of Scripture. These examples from the Old Testament work alongside other teachings of Scripture to form our understanding of a triune God. As you pray today, use the triple-A prayer pattern. That's where you begin your prayer by acknowledging who God is. After reading these passages in Genesis today, let's open our prayer to our triune God, who created us in His image, that we might rule over His creation. Next, align your life with God's will. Do that by praying that even though God's image in us has been tarnished by our sin, well, pray that you will strive to recognize it in yourself and in others so that you can act accordingly. Then you can ask God for what it is that you need. Remember, everything else that you hear today will fade away, but the word of the Lord is unfading truth. 